0: Welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. Jess is on his way to Portland, Oregon for a men's conference. And my good friend, Dr. Scott French, MD, is with us. And I know we're going to have a grand time because we're going to be talking about the defeat of medical dictatorship. And the, the facts are coming out more and more to demonstrate that, hey, uh, the emperor didn't have clothes on. I mean, what I mean by that, we'll talk. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us again.
1: Thanks for having me. Glad oh, you to be bet, with you.
0: you. bet. I always say that I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, I'd be a billionaire. And even in these times that we're living in, Doc, it seems that God has put us here for a reason, for a job he's given you to do, for me to do, and our listeners to do, that he hasn't given to anyone else. And I think it's exciting because we're living in a time where Christ is counting on his followers to stay, speak up And not be afraid in a world that right now is scared to death.
1: So true. Yeah. uh, We're we're all called. We can say yes or no. Um, And uh, uh, we need more people to say yes. Amen. And like Bishop Sheen says,
0: the only value in saying yes is you have the freedom to say no. I'm going to go with the uh, soul food. Right Before I go to soul food, let me give some good news statistics. Uh, Doc, you probably hadn't heard this, but I just got this off the Internet early this morning. That uh, the country of Indonesia, which is one large country, about 160 million people, mostly Muslim, but uh, they passed a law beginning December 15th that anybody who has sex outside of marriage will be punishable with a year in jail. And I'm thinking, what? And the culture, in the world we're living in right now, yeah, they're saying that uh, they want to encourage people to have monogamous marriages because that's their. Uh, style, if they want to run and morality. Now, they're all Muslims, and I get that, you know, Muslims can have more wives, but the very fact that they're making that statement got my eyebrow up. So, wow. Also, uh, got some really good news. Uh, Florida pulls $2 billion. I always say, put your money where your mouth is. Florida pulls $2 billion in investments from BlackRock for pushing the social agenda. And you know who owns BlackRock? George Soros. So this is a good move that the, the well I should say the the uh, senator of Florida is doing to basically undermine this woke culture that we're being forced to accept. Uh, also, I have one more thing that I'm going to ask Doctor to talk about later. but teenage brains age faster during the pandemic from st- stress anxiety study. This is a study from Stanford University. We'll talk about that and much, much more. I'd like to bring in the uh, soul food right now because if we give anything to you, it's God's word. We just, uh, you know, as Catholics, are so blessed to have the Bible as the inspired word of God without error that we believe everything in that Bible is true because God revealed it to us. So let's read the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verse 27 to 31. I'll read it, give you my take, and then I want the good doctor's take also. It's a short gospel. As Jesus passed by, two blind men followed him, crying out, Son of David, have pity on us. When he entered the house, the blind men approached him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I can do this? I asked that same question to me. (laughs) Yes, Lord, they said to him. Then he touched their eyes and said, Let it be done for you. For you, according to your faith, and their eyes were opened. Jesus warned them sternly, see that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the word of him throughout all the land, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Doc, my only comment on it is one of the reasons we don't get enough done in the world for Christianity is because we lack the faith. Uh, I tell people every day, ask Jesus Christ for more faith every day, and your faith will grow. And I think this gospel shows us again, Christ is expecting us to do great things, but He's not forcing us. He's asking us the question, "How strong is your faith?" And I think this applies to not just the pandemic, not to, but all times in life, because without faith, we have nothing. And so I think this gospel is a, a very powerful one to say, let's share that gospel in faith. And I might add something. We have a conference coming up on evangelization where you're sharing your faith. It's on the 15th of January, so that's just coming up a little over a month from now. It's a, a conference on how to share your faith with anyone. Jesse Jesse Romero's Johnny uh, Romero's brother. This is Jesse's brother who's just like Jesse, and he's on fire. I'm going to be there also if you'd like to register, go to vmpr.org to register for the conference. Uh, it's on the 14th of January, which is a Saturday. We'll have Mass and confessions after the conference. And I guarantee you, when you, when you leave the conference, you'll be on fire to evangelize, and you'll have stronger faith from that conference This what our Lord's asking in this gospel. So, Doc, give me your take on the gospel for today, for today's Mass.
1: Yeah, well, I, I agree with you, but there's actually also a, a deeper, <laughs> oh, yeah. deeper uh, issue, uh, deeper issues. Yeah. So, so in our current age, we forget that God is the author of both the material world and the immaterial world. Amen. And he, uh, Jesus, through his passion, death and resurrection, inherited that same power, basically and that's that's what it says in the bible mm-hmm. so basically what jesus is doing with his miracles sometimes they're physical healing and sometimes he rewards yep. spiritual healing or he says you know if you convert in other words you know if you believe in me so it's really it's not just faith in him it's also he is in charge of life oh yeah and 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 again in in our material scientific World, we tend to forget that life comes from God. So, what I always say in, in in my talks is that you know, four billion years ago, the Earth was rocks and water.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, how do you get life from rocks and water? Because last time I checked, rocks don't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's thought? Well, so the materialists would say, well, it's you know, it's because electrons are spinning around the neutrons you know the atoms come together how does that create thought how is the concept of the number three that's a thought Mm -hmm. that's not part of the material world so our thoughts our will our mind is part of the immaterial world and we've discussed i think in the past the near-death experiences and that's evidence that While your brain is not working, that your brain is material, right? Meaning, in material world, while your brain's not working in these near-death experiences, they can still think, they see, and again, as we talked about prior, those that are blind can see because you're immaterial. Well, you know, you see intellectually, and that's what the angels do. They see, and they don't have eyes. They see intellectually. So. So God created the immaterial world, actually, it looks like it. he, he created that first, <laughs> and then created the material world. Right. And so we're in soul bodies, and Jesus saved both with uh, the death and resurrection, and we tend to forget that. They knew that back in the first couple centuries, they would sing on their way to martyrdom because they knew that God's in charge of life, not just the resurrection of the body. He's in charge of life. The, you know, you don't get a live body without God. That's what we call the soul. So that's we we tend to forget that. And I think that's there's hints throughout the entire Bible about this crisis we're going on right now is because we don't believe God's in charge of the material and the immaterial world. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. We can't see thoughts, but right. we know they exist. I always use the
0: analogy of the wind. We can't yeah. see the wind, but we have the effects of it. And God, you know, I, I always like the line that if God stopped thinking about Dr. Scott or Terry Barber, we would cease to exist. And I think that that's the key, what you just were saying again, that uh, our, we have to understand how God is in charge of our life. Well, and
1: then again, like you said, that that saying comes from Matthew, right? I mean, that's, you know, birds, you know, not a sparrow falls and your hairs have been numbered. Yep. Um, That is, that's God saying, that's Jesus saying, second person of the Trinity, uh, saying that, He's in charge of when we. That's why. He's, that's why. What's the most common saying in the Bible? Be not afraid. Three hundred and sixty-five times. Be because God's in charge of life and death. Yep. He permits us to die. Yep. But He's in charge, and so again, we have to recover that. And when we get into the whole COVID discussion, that's what happened. Fear of death was weaponized. Exactly. So we because we forgot. God's in charge. Yeah, fear of death
0: was weaponized. You nailed it. Hey, let's bring Fulton Sheen <laughs> into the picture real quick. Full Sheen ahead. <laughs> Bishop Sheen's quotable Sheen, he says on values, he says, a saint does not put forth any more energy in being a saint than the head of an advertising agency does to get business. <laughs> it's true. Or an <laughs> athlete does in training for a fight. Or a college boy does to get into a fraternity. Or a woman does to get into a size 10 dress each spring. The difference lies in their sense of values. The simple truth is that it does not require much time to make a saint. It only requires much love. The difference, however, is that we are escapists and the saints are not. The saints go all the way, but we hold back. That's why I like to say what, what Bishop Strickland always says. We have to become first century Christians again. Because of what you just said, they were willing to have it all bare for the love of God because they knew and they believed that this life is short and eternity is forever. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. Dr. Scott's joining us here, and we're going to be talking about the defeat of medical leadership and much more about COVID and all about what the, the facts are showing now regarding
2: masks and everything else.
0: Stay with us, man.
2: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
0: Welcome back. I want to remind everybody this is First Friday, First Saturday coming up tomorrow. Remember Our Lady of Fatima talked about this? So if you can get the confession, I know I went early this morning. We had a First Friday devotion, at 630 Mass. It was awesome. We had about 80 people in our church. It was uh, amazing. So I want to remind everybody to really live out that Fatima message in confidence. Confidence, Dr. Scott, let's talk about the facts regarding COVID. And I named the program The Defeat of Medical Dictatorship. You've been involved for a couple of years in all these issues. Uh, can we get a kind of a summary of what's going on now that the uh, statistics are out regarding masks and other items of COVID?
1: Right. So again, the the good news is that uh, truth eventually yeah. prevails. The darkness is is overcome by the light. It says that many times in the Bible, and mm-hmm. and it's so true. And so we. But that doesn't mean we ha- we can stop. We need to keep proclaiming the truth because it's still out there. Um, but I wanted before I go into more detail of that I just want to connect the dots again back to the the the, the first reading to sure. other to the to hebrews 2 14 through 15 about this fear of death and that's really what happened with this medical dictatorship they mm-hmm. weaponized uh fear of death which again so it's really a spiritual warfare that we're in yes and i just people need to understand that and the only way you can win spiritual warfare is to use spiritual weapons mm-hmm. like the rosary uh, adoration all those we need to do that and so uh connecting the dots and and what's funny uh, sad uh, is that is that the first couple centuries people understood that that god was in charge of life and death yeah and and as you recall most of them didn't even have bibles the canon of scripture wasn't even decided until around 385 with a different council. so they didn't have a book they ought they must have had awesome (laughs) of course they had the apostles but then their their success there must have been awesome teachers that kept their faith alive, yeah. because they didn't even have a Bible. Um, so it's just it's amazing. And that's what we've lost. We've not done a good job of of um, teaching the truth right. to our fellow Catholics, because 70% don't believe in the real presence oh. of the Eucharist all those all those in the first century clearly did they knew that on their way to death they were just going to be joined with God in heaven their soul was and eventually their body would be joined as well we have lost that so that's what we're that's what our job is is to you know show people so again that's why this chastisement happened with the, with covid is you know mass um, churches were closed you couldn't go to mass So basically, what we were saying is that, yeah, uh, science is 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 taken over God. Only only uh, the CDC can save us from (laughs) death. (laughs) That's that's what's happened, and so and and they ran with it. Um, And again, most of these, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the people don't realize they're working with Satan, but a few do, Um, and I have my theory of who those are. But but um, but God knows. But the vast majority, they just. They just don't know the truth. And so our job is to get the truth out there. So Hebrews 2:14 through 15. Therefore, because God, because children have a common flesh and blood, he himself, he's talking about Jesus, in like manner also shared the same. So again, that's why he was incarnate. So the incarnation, we just celebrated, you know, Advent is we just celebrate incarnation, as Father John Ricardo says, uh, the incarnation is um is the defeat of satan just just because it just happened it didn't happen immediately it happened later right. but that's that's you know just like he, he, he uses the analogy of d-day mm-hmm. is when when he landed when, the, when they landed on the beaches of normandy the war was over it wasn't over but it was that was the end yeah. because it just took a few more battles there was the battle of bulge and all that so we're in the same position god has already with the incarnation already has defeated satan it just doesn't seem like it, but it's just like it's just like that analogy to World War II. Sure. And so we just need to work with God. God doesn't need it. He's already defeated Satan. So we just need to to work with him. So so um, so back to it. So he shared in the same so that through death. So he, you know, again, God can't die. So it's this human nature. Remember, Jesus was fully human and fully divine and that's what the Eucharistic miracles are. They're fully human and fully divine. That's why there's Eucharistic miracles right now, because God knew that we'd be in this scientific age right now, and we'd forget that, oh gosh, actually God's in charge of both. So um, he might destroy who, who let who held the dominion of death, that is the devil, and so that he might free those who through fear of death have been condemned to servitude throughout their entire life. So more abortions, anxiety, depressions, suicide, that's what's going on and we have to recognize that's what we're facing. We're facing we're facing evil. Again, most people promoting it 99% don't realize it but it's evil. And so we have to stand against it. And so the good news is that even in China where they control information even more than <laughs> Than, than our corporate gods do. They control information to a, a huge extent, monitor their people. Even they are starting to rebel against the severe COVID lockdowns. Because again, Xi Jinping, again, communism is godless. And so dear leader has to be God. Xi Jinping was going to make COVID zero. You know, No, no one was going to get COVID. And it worked for a time. But again, since Xi Jinping, last time I checked, is not God, he can't control nature because nature, viruses were created by God as well. He created life. And, and so uh, viruses, a natural law that Dr. Infallible Fauci always forgets <laughs> is that viruses mutate to be less lethal, yeah. but more infective. And that's what happened with Omicron. Right. And so while, you know, there, you get hints of that. Other places in the world it's it's out there because they don't have Dr infallible in charge of the medical dictatorship so so that's so but but China bought into it so we basically did the same thing uh, Fauci followed China's model and and again it's a godless man's in charge. Uh, scientists and doctors are smarter than God and control life and all that, and and that that that's and now we're paying the price for that, and we'll, we'll get into that later. But that's really what's happening, and more yep. and more revelations are coming out about all the untruths that we were fed. Yeah, uh, and we'll go through all of those. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's already amazing. starting to happen, but we got to keep praying because again, yeah. it's a spiritual battle. we got to stand for the truth because there's still pockets. Oh. And what's sad is that it's our youth who are the most afraid and they were the least like, likely to die of influenza. So yeah. like for children, they were, they were, they, less of them died with COVID than they did with influenza.
0: Well, and doc, I, now with I,
1: RSV. Yeah. So, and so, and yet we're supposed to be afraid, locked down in our homes, yeah. be Fearful and and it's just it's so it's so sad. This this at at, you know when we get to a saner time after you know, (laughs) uh, people will look back on this at what were these people smoking? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Doc, one of the things that I live in Los
0: Angeles, as you know, and there's a big push now for you know L.A. County, which is 10 million people. uh, They're saying, oh, we're going to need to go back to the masks. And I would like sometime on this show to address that issue. If masks actually are effective ways, because uh, I read the reports, and my gosh, I'm like, is this secret information? Because everybody says, I mean, I, I still talk to people who are in church, and half of them are still wearing masks, and they still are like, I oh, you got to be safe. So I want to know medically. There, there's lots of reports and and studies on this. Are masks effective, or are they defective?
1: So. Um... Let's talk about mass. Um, uh, And again, there is truth. Again, this is a spiritual battle over truth. Yep. And so um, there is a great video that uh, I think I forwarded to
0: you. I did. I watched it. I loved it. Yeah.
1: uh, By Stephen Petty. Oh, he's an expert. Uh, He's an expert in environmental science. Yeah. So so just to kind of encapsulate what he said and also what has been going on. Early on with COVID, we weren't sure. Uh, we thought, um, that, uh, like all viruses that, you know, they, it was be too small to go through the mask, but the CDC put out some not well-controlled studies saying that there was, that they were effective. And yet we've known for a long time that they're not. Yeah. So Stephen Petty really, he, he does a great job of really <laughs> destroying that because he talks about the, the, the size you know, he was an expert in asbestos. Yeah. As for 40
0: things. years, he's been in this industry protecting yeah.
1: employees. Yeah. And he was the one that was consulted by all the school districts. He yeah. said, you can't mask and stop viral spread. There you go. He's he the one that came up with, you know, you gotta, you gotta dilute it. In other words, pump more air in, just like what the airlines did and and install filters. And that's what they did. Yeah. And guess what? No one got COVID on there. <laughs> <air>. So we <laughs> yeah, still come, we still
0: Imagine that. I just lost the signal. He'll come right back with us. The reason I wanted to ask him about the mask thing, because all these reports showing that the the virus is so small that no matter what mask you're going to have on, unless it's perfectly sealed around your mouth, and I mean, who does that? And it's, you know, it's just not effective. And so I wanted this to be addressed to you, our listener, so that you'll have tools to be able to say, wait a minute, this mask idea—we've already you fooled me once, but we're not going to be fooled again. Like I said, in Los Angeles, they're trying to push this really hard right now on getting us all masked up again because they said the winter times here, and everybody's going to again get COVID and die. And I'm like, really? I don't think so. So, Doctor Scott, when we come back after the break, he'll be with us to talk more about some of the misnumers that uh, the CDC is realizing. Now they're having to say, oh, well, you're right, uh, they didn't work. Uh, but, but uh, you know, it made people feel more secure if they had a mask on. This is uh, why I'm bringing Dr. up, because he does have the background to address these issues. Doc, we still got a minute and a half before the break. Complete your thought. We lost you for a
1: second. Are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, fine, yeah, go ahead. Finish Yeah. Your okay, yeah. Uh, um, so um, basically what I was saying is that is that the viral particles are smaller than they are for asbestos 50 times smaller than they are for asbestos and you and they have to wear respirators to keep asbestos out and and then his other point is just like we know in medicine that you can't you, you always fiddle with the respirators you're always going to have leaks and he said the testing they did for masks they glued them <laughs> they glued them to the board yeah and 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 so there was no gaps well guess what you know you put a mask on a kid or an adult there's gaps or they can't fit it right exactly. and so he just basically blew up but, but we already knew from medical literature that it was uh that it was not going to work but he i mean he really put the nail in the coffin uh, of this it it was it was always hocus pocus cuz remember You could go to you could go to after a while, you could go to a dining room and you could just lift your mask occasionally. I mean, that's magical thinking. I mean, it's clear. It's clear that it's always was uh, fake science. So, um, yeah. yeah. So and again, remember, Fauci said maybe two masks will work. You know, it makes logical sense. So, again, Dr. Infallible said that, you know, what he says has got to be true. So um, that's what's that's what's happened is that. is that we, we, we lived under a medical dictatorship because they had one guy, unelected person, yeah. who um, doesn't understand the truth for a variety of reasons, and he just lied his way through stuff.
0: When we come back, we'll continue to talk about the defect, defeat of medical dictatorship, for example, the mask, and much more. Now that the facts are coming out two years later, it's shocking in one sense, but not really. Stay with us, family. You're listening to The Terry and Jesse Show, on Virgin Most Powerful Radio, we have Dr. Scott French here, medical doctor
2: with us. Stay with me. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
0: Actually, Jesse's out of town. Dr. Scott is here uh, visiting and talking about what we call the defeat of medical dictatorship. For example, we just covered some of the aspects of the mask and why the mask is not an effective way to keep the COVID out. Uh, Doc, what other, and I you want to continue on that, but what other items are really coming out now to show us that uh, much of this was all about fear? And my other question, I just want to ask you this. Do you think that some of the aspect of wearing the mask is about Telling a person, well, at least we're doing something to try and stop the virus. In other words, something proactive, and makes people feel like, oh, well, now I'm now I'm really being good because I'm putting a mask on, and now i have got I got some kind of hope that I'm going to survive this. Is there something there?
1: Yeah. So um, uh, what happened is my computer died, so I had to switch computers. Oh, so God I'm, bless
0: you. No problem.
1: Sa- Satan doesn't want me to talk. I get that. So um, um, so. Basically, remember, also, we harmed our children in two ways with masking. Number one was we told them if they would kill grandma if they didn't wear a mask. Uh, So, so again, a lot of children were very anxious. And, you know, the studies are showing, you know, it's just horrible what happened. Secondly, we really harmed their learning because, uh, Children need to see facial expressions, particularly when they're learning language and younger children. Um, and 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 that human connection, when you put a mask on, you lose that human connection. So okay. guess what? Um, uh, a year into it, the National Association of Pediatric Hospitals and uh, Adolescent Health collective and another pediatric organization declared a national pediatric emergency mental health emergency mm-hmm. because of the effects of the lockdown and the mandates and and we the statistics are horrific yeah. uh, 50% 50% increase right in suicide in adolescent girls oh uh, drug overdoses up 80% um it's it's uh uh They never, never reconsidered what was going on. You know, two weeks turned into two years. China, it's three years. And that's why people are fed up in China. So it it shows that. uh, And and again, in Europe, they were, you know, like in in, um, Sweden, they never did mask because their studies showed that the masking didn't have any effect. It was spread at the same rate. We were winning cases just by using the data we had then. And now that we have all additional data. I mean, it just—it was—it was a false narrative, and 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 it's finally coming out, uh, and the harms are horrific. And so, again, I, I think I mentioned this before. Under thirty-five are the ones that are most afraid of of, of dying from COVID. Uh, I see it all the time wherever I travel. It's just so sad. It is. Um, yet me, they provide no. They provide no. Yeah. They provide no uh, protection. It can reduce. What it what all it really does is reduce if someone's sneezing, yeah. it helps reduce the amount of droplets to get through. But but what we found out was that the real key was when they discovered that COVID, just like influenza can, it's aerosolized. Yeah. And as uh Stephen Petty was explaining, aerosolized stuff, uh droplets are so they're so small, they can stay in the air for days. Yes. So a mask won't help you with that because it goes through the mask and it's aerosolized. And so, again, that's that was the missing link on that is that it's aerosolized. And it's just, some papers came out, but, again, CDC never reconsidered. And yet the harms, uh, what we always used to do, like I say, in, in prehistoric medicine prior to uh, Dr. Fauci taking over in March 2020, prehistoric medicine, we always did what we call a risk-benefit Sure. Uh, on you know every every treatment has good effects and bad effects so if the good effect of the treatment outweighs the bad effects of the treatment then let's go for it well we didn't even bother to do trials in children for the vaccine and stuff we you know we did animal trials and then just rolled it out and then they did a few uh, did a few human very small very short trials which were with children we always did long trials and so eventually they did do the the trials but you know it they were they were short and so we're going to see the effects we already are yeah uh, but for adults they rolled it out and uh with you know limited trials that's why they again remember it was at Pfizer that wanted to release the results in 75 years yeah <laughs> that's right that was cute uh, uh, earth earth to Pfizer uh, Yeah, that's a problem yeah. so um <laughs> so um so that's um that's what's going on. And it was just, just hidden. So that's one of the many lies that was yeah. perpetuated. Uh, and if you didn't comply, you're going to kill grandma. And that just, you know. just yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, it's just horrible. Now, Doc, yeah.
0: just it just came out December 2nd, this article about teenage brains age faster during pandemic from stress, anxiety, and study. It says research also shows structural changes in the brain and changes to parts responsible for memory concentration learning emotion reactivity and judgment these are important things here so you know our children are really being affected poorly by this lockdown and um it seems to me now you correct me but it seems to me that we've had so much what i call collateral damage that we are um uh, more than anything more than what the virus did to us it seems that this is long term problems for our culture
1: am i on to something well well yeah so we're going to be paying the price for for, for years basically our children are going to yeah. pay the price for years because of the learning uh, learning issues the increase in suicide the loss uh, you know people lost their parents and and so uh, and yet they were it was their fault maybe you know because they were uh, they, they were told it was their fault because they you know they had covid and you know so it's just very sad um so yes and and again it's it's this constant fear that's uh, fear does i mean it, it, fear has a couple of yeah, tell adverse what effects. it does to the uh so, to the reasoning so well it so it does it does behavioral effects and also medical effects so so they got kind of a double benefit of of inducing fear so number one when you're fearful your higher brain functions yeah. shut down there you go so, you comply, you wear a mask, even where it doesn't mean you put on two masks, like Dr. Fauci says, because you, you, you're just afraid. You got to do whatever you can because you're going to die. So, you do that. Uh, number, th- number two, uh, chronic fear increases your cortisol levels, mm-hmm. and cortisol depresses your immunity. So, remember when they told us, you know, go inside, lock, lock down, yeah. and um, well, that increases uh, fear. And the fear increased cortisol levels. And so um, not only did people gain weight, the the real issue is that their immune systems were degraded because of, because of the fear and, and again, locking indoors and house when we knew that you know outside sunshine kills this virus, yeah. salt water kills this virus. I'll never forget the image of the guy who's paddle boarding huh. out, off in the ocean, and there it's like, are you kidding me? So this virus wears scuba gear? I mean, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. <laughs> the viruses get killed by sunshine and fresh air, yeah. and and then when we looked at again another benefit. Uh, it, again, they didn't realize this, but another benefit is the people that were most likely to die had low vitamin D levels. So, so low, low vitamin D because, you know, vitamin D uh, boosts your immunity. So does vitamin C and zinc, um, but uh, they had low levels of vitamin D. And so that was one of the contributing factors. to so the people that died of COVID, so um, just lots of, uh, <clears throat> lots of, you know, we are, again, a mind body composite. And yeah. so the body, the body, the mind is very powerful. Yeah. If you're fearful and you yeah. think that you're going to die, you know, you might. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, there's what we call the broken heart syndrome, right? And it really, it's, you know, after a severe grieving or whatever, the heart doesn't function well. I mean, people forget the mind is very powerful. So when you yeah. stoke that mind into fear and anger and rage and all that, uh, it, you have bad effects. That's why you know. That's why there's been increase in violence and all these issues. Yeah. It, you, it, you, it, it stresses. And the other effect of the masking was again to make us look like everyone else is the enemy, right? Remember when yeah. people would try to walk fifty feet away from you? <laughs> of it, now other people, we're 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 you know we're humans are a community animal, right? We we need to we need to be in community with people, and this stopped that. That's what they did in China. And that's why they're finally revolting. So I think that that um, that's what's going on. And, and uh, we were we were subject to it. Britain admitted that they, yes, they actually stoked the fear. A couple other countries had and they're now kind of they're obviously um, I love the idea of amnesty. What we need to do is we need to make sure this never, ever happens again that that we have uh, uh people who are not practicing doctors um make policy change might make policy that um doesn't have input of practicing physicians because we used to take you know particularly er we're, we're the canary and in, in, we're the yeah. canary in the coal mine we'd see oh wait this is working this isn't working yeah no 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 you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't go risk benefit. (laughs) Yeah. Never, never get a risk benefit. And you could never challenge what, what Dr. Fauci said, because again, he has redefined what medicine is. So either he's right, or we all need to be reeducated in medicine. Doc,
0: when we take a break right now, I want to come back. One of our listeners is asking about what about the long-term effects of the vaccine? Because we hear some people having heart problems and uh, maybe yeah. maybe there's someone who took it when they were a little kid. Now five, ten, do we even know what effects are going to be with the vaccine? So that's what I want to ask your Great. professional opinion on. Also, I want to remind everybody: this again, this is First Friday, First Saturday tomorrow. <laughs> this is the time. You haven't been to confession in a while. Go! I just went a couple hours ago. Man, it's always good to get the healing power of confession in your soul, also to receive Holy Eucharist. And pray your rosary before the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, you know, this is a message from Our Lady of Fatima. It was back 1925 when she talked about First Saturdays. And this is important, for. and that's why I'm bringing it up to you, that our listenership, we want to see everybody get to heaven. And again, uh, living the Fatima message is critical in today's world. When we come back, yeah, it's a tough question for a doctor, because I don't think, you know, what do you know about the future? But we do know... That there is an a question. What about the vaccines' long term side effects with people? Because many of our families have, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. One of my daughters got uh, vaccinated for her work with the college. She couldn't work without it. What effect is that going to have on her? Stay with us. We'll
2: find out. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call eight eight eight. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
0: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. Indeed, Uh, I kind of gave a teaser here about, I don't know if I'm putting doctor on the spot because he's not God, he doesn't know, but he does have, uh, you know, he's seen what's happened in the last couple of years from people getting vaccinated. What about the vaccine's long-term side effect, doc? What do you know about that?
1: So let's first uh, go back to, uh, this is not actually a vaccine. That's correct. It's a biologic. That's right. Okay. Yep, good point. And so we actually have to go back to the genesis of what happened with, with this. So if if you'll recall, in, uh, at the end of the Nuremberg trials, yes. Joseph Mengele was uh, convicted of you know horrific experiments against humanity. Right. Every Almost every country in the world signed up to the accords that came out. And one of those was, that you could not mandate an experimental yeah. agent right okay well that's exactly what happened it's yeah. exactly what happened so so the short answer is we have no idea because right. we don't have long-term studies right. on this however we have some hints that there clearly are problems amen Um, and, and unfortunately, because we didn't do long-term studies and particularly in children, that's really important. And we didn't give informed consent. And that was, again, part of what was in the Nuremberg trials. So, so unfortunately, those who have been vaccinated are part of a gigantic experiment. Wow. So, so, um, so if you're, if you were 80 years old and that's where most of the deaths occurred, it, you know, it may have been that risk benefit may have been appropriate for you. And there are certain people that, you know, it was appropriate for no question about it. But for a young person who has no medical, no medical risk, uh, the risk benefit just does not exist because, uh, uh, it, the the risk is way greater than the benefit because they weren't dying. We already now know something like 95% of children have had COVID. Yep. Um, and, and we know the, the vaccine, the, the biologic, we'll call it the vaccine, but that's why they changed the definition so they could call it a vaccine. And, and at one point I remember the CDC saying, well, you've taken childhood vaccines. Well, no, this is a totally novel, mm-hmm. totally Novel way to do this, and we don't have long-term studies. And in fact, the only long-term animal studies we have—they all died. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Well, so they did this with SARS, you know, the MERS, the you know, the the, the MERS uh, epidemic, and then the animals died. Yeah. So it's it's very concerning. And and when the FDA approved it in children, even though they had you know small trials with over a certain age, yeah. Um, 12 to 15 initially, the, the, the I'll never forget one of the, F, the FDA has to approve it and then the CDC can use it. And the, one of the panelists it was questioning, he's a doctor from Harvard. He said, yeah, we don't know about the bad effects or, you know, we don't know what there will be, but we got to put it out there and try. Now, again, if 100 percent of the children were going to die, I get it. At this point, we knew 100% of the children were dying, (laughs) not even close to that. Again, less children died of COVID than they died of influenza. So, yeah, to try it on the the adults, you know, I I can see why we might do that for people over 80, Mm -hmm. because 80%, initially 80% of the deaths were in um, people over eighty. But they also had multiple comorbid conditions. What? So now, fast forward, we yes, we never ahead. we never we never took our foot off the accelerator, right? Even though Omicron came and we saw that it didn't stop it, and blessedly, it you know followed natural viral law that somehow we forget about that become less lethal and more infective because viruses can't replicate on their own; they have to infect a host. So if you kill every host, like Ebola does it's really easy. You just back off and the infected people die and, uh, you know, if they don't survive treatment and, um, and no one gets, uh, no one gets it, but we didn't do that. Uh, uh, we didn't, you know, because this is, this is a virus that, that it, you know, everyone's going to catch. Right. You can't stop the cold, but we, we pretend that we can stop the common cold. When have we ever been, and now we're talking about RSV. Oh my gosh. You know, well, well guess what? You can't stop it. Uh, China is finding out the hard way. You can't stop viruses that mutate to be less lethal. Yes. There'll still be some people that die um, just like the common cold still kills people, but it's not killing mass numbers of people. Like they were saying initially, we never backed off that. So, so that's number one. Number two, this novel, uh, this novel uh, biologic has some scary potentials. Number one, they, they, um, the mRNA vaccines contained um, uh, message that you took over your cells and your cells then produce this spike protein. Well, what if the spike protein is toxic and causes thrombosis? That looks like is what it does. So yeah. so now you're training human cells to. Produce a spike protein. And they said, well, it'll go away in a couple of weeks. You know, they won't stop. They won't, they'll stop doing it. Well, again, there's evidence now that it does keep doing that. And they're seeing people, um, all, almost all the vaccinated, almost all the deaths from COVID now are people that have been vaccinated. That's unbelievable. So, so, um, and, and then we're seeing these, you know, sudden young, healthy people. That's where die. I wanted
0: to go with it. Yeah. What's going cool on with their
1: second Athletes. Well, So so again, it has to do with this. It has to do with this mRNA. So let me finish the story about mRNA. It's kind of complicated, but basically, um, so when you train a cell to produce a foreign protein, your immune system is finely tuned to say that doesn't look good because you, your body produces cancer cells all the time. That's why older people have uh, die of cancer. A lot of them die of cancer because your immune system degrades as you get older. And so it doesn't catch all of the cancer cells. Well, when you're young and healthy, you have a very robust uh, immune system in some ways it's weaker, but in most ways it's, it's, it's stronger. And so it, when your, your immune system sees that the T cells, which kind of control the immune system say, I got to kill that. Well, now it's been trained to kill muscle cells, because that's where they injected this into muscle cells that have this foreign protein that exhibit this foreign protein. And now it looks like that foreign protein exists for a long time and they keep producing it for a long time. So it trains your body to attack that. That's why we see myocarditis. We've never had a biologic that causes myocarditis. And there's a a very scary study out of um, uh, Bangkok where they took young children, uh, young adults who had been um, vaccinated with COVID and they did CT scans, MRIs, EKGs, echocardiograms, sophisticated blood work, all this. And they found, despite what the CDC says, that, that the incidence of myocarditis is like two to three in a million. They found one out of 63 had myocarditis. One uh, And the good news, is it was subclinical, just like COVID was. Remember, uh, it's, that's it's when I first got uh, first got uh, suspicious that there was a lot of things going wrong with this, is that most people that originally got COVID um, were asymptomatic. You know, some were some were symptomatic. So if it's so lethal, why are they asymptomatic? It just didn't just didn't make sense to me. And then over time realized that, yeah, it's it was certain groups that were high risk, you know, people over 80 obesity was a risk factor right. you know right. cancer right. all of a sudden sort of, but but we didn't ever modify that so 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 anyway what happened is we what we we're, this is speculation we don't know what's why these people are having sudden cardiac death but i've watched enough videos to say these people are clearly going into vtac and then to VFIB be because you know they they score a goal or whatever and they just yeah. collapse that's vtac and then goes into V-fib, and they can't be resuscitated. And these are again previously healthy. There's doctors in Canada, and so speculating is given on what their speculation is right now is that is that these are people that got the the COVID, the COVID shot, right, and um, and they had a mild asymptomatic case. Uh, I mean, they had a mild um, uh, reaction to it. Uh, they they got myocarditis. Uh, but it was mild. They didn't even know they had it. You know, it, it can be so mild, uh, but in a lot of cases it can be very severe. And there's been, they, they, they have this advertising, this girl that's now can be a, uh, a, uh, a fashion designer who recovered from acting like it's just no big deal, but it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and she actually got, I guess, some heart failure and, and got corrected, but, if, but it looks like most of people don't even know they have it. So they have subclinical, um in other words it's not really detected that they have this mild myocarditis and it heals and it heals with a scar mm. and and uh because there's some there's white cells in the muscle and 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 they kill some of the muscle cells because it thinks it, that's the bad target and then eventually the immune system says oh wait no 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 these are these are good cells they're not bad let's not kill them and and but they it gets some scar tissue well when you have adrenaline from you know playing soccer or basketball game or whatever uh, it can cause because what people don't realize is your heart has its own electrical system. It's not, it's a pump, but it's got its own electrical system. And so that, that electrical system for the pump, uh, if it scars in the right place, can then cause what we call ectopic beats. And that can cause you go to go into VTAC. And there's speculation. That's what's causing these young, healthy athletes yeah. to have, sudden death. We've never seen that before. Now, again, the CDC says, you know, gosh, who knows, it's probably COVID, whatever, but we've never had a vaccine. These are people that didn't have COVID, they just yeah. had the vaccine. Right. So, so, so it looks like, particularly young people, the vaccine is causing more deaths than it's preventing, because it doesn't prevent any deaths, it doesn't prevent you catching it. Mm-hmm. So again, why are we still saying children should get the vaccine? Now, In other countries that don't have the benefit of Dr. Infallible, like uh, I think it's Belgium or the Netherlands, they've banned, banned the vaccine in people under 50, banned it. Why? Because they had a different virus than we do and our virus acts differently. And, you know, no, we're not getting the truth out to people. They're not getting informed consent. Uh, They're not, they don't know that for young people, it's contraindicated unless they have, you know, you need to go with work with your doctor to figure out if you, you know, there might be some cases where it makes it makes sense. Uh, But so far it certainly doesn't make sense to 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 vaccinate all the children. Fortunately, most parents have realized this and the vaccine rate very low in children. But uh, it's, a, it's a tragic thing that we've, you know, Dr. Infallible has single-handedly brought down the House of Medicine. Yeah. I mean, now people can't trust their doctors. So yeah, I
0: agree. Dr. Frank, <laughs> thank you for giving us all that great information. Uh, I'm going to ask you a, 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 a question. It's not a medical question. It's about salvation. What state should we be living in, uh, uh, b- doctor? Hey, Grace. You got it. I see this is a <laughs> medical doctor who believes. I love it. And I want to also... Say that this again is first Saturday Coming up tomorrow This is first Friday today Implement the, the promises of the sacred heart Oh gosh for, for first Fridays And then you've got Our Lady of Fatima Remember she said Souls are going to hell Because no one is there to pray And make sacrifices We can participate in the in Effect the of helping people Fall deep in love through our prayers Fall deep in love with Jesus Christ our sacrifices. Make everything a sacrifice and give it all to Jesus. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great weekend, this Advent weekend, the second week of Advent. May God bless you and your family.